today on a special Halloween episode of Rock Tales. And a young man walked out, looking just as solid and as real as anybody. My head was up here, and he came up towards the head of the bed, crossed his arms, and put his head on the bed. He never said a word to me. He just stared at me. We investigate a haunted house in Bergen. Is it really haunted? And if not, why won't our equipment work? Will you let me finish recording? Please. Back to Rock Tales, the podcast where we talk about all the weird and wonderful stories from Rochester and the Finger Lakes region of New York. Today we're switching things up for October and talking about a haunting in Bergen, New York. Now, Bergen doesn't seem too scary. It's out in the middle of nowhere, about a half an hour west of Rochester, where the neighbors aren't really that close. I like it out there, but I wouldn't think to search for haunted houses. We found this house on a wonderful online directory, hauntedhistorytrail.com. It's a great resource for anyone looking for paranormal hotspots in New York. And if you're into that sort of thing and you're up for a road trip, you should check it out. Apparently this house has been known for some paranormal activity. The show Paranormal Survivor was investigating there at one point. Look up season three, episode 10 to see it. We brought in some audio and video equipment hit record, and we came up with some very interesting results, including some pretty epic equipment failures, which you'll hear later on. I'm going to play some highlights of that visit. Feel free to decide for yourself if it's haunted. Now, let me briefly describe the setting. There were three of us there, myself recording audio, Nicole, who was observing, and Tiege, who was trying to get some video to the best of her ability, though she didn't get very far with that. The house itself is at the end of a very long driveway, and there is a very old barn to the left of us. It was built in the 1850s, I believe, and we were greeted by the residents, Kathy and Walter. Kathy was our guide throughout the property, and she had plenty of stories to tell. As you listen, keep an ear out for strange sounds and audio anomalies. I don't know what to believe, but I've heard a few of them, and I want to know what you think. Just a quick note before we begin, there's some pretty graphic descriptions of death in this episode, uh, along with some paranormal stuff, uh, quite a bit of it, that might be a little scary to small children. Just keep that in mind as you listen. Kathy Hagelin. And how long have you lived in this house? I grew up in this house. My parents bought it in the in the mid '50s, and actually bought it in the late '60s, and our family has been here ever since. Our first stop was the barn, a fairly ancient-looking structure, but in decent shape considering the back half was open to the elements. Several pieces of old farm equipment littered the entry, and above the mess was an old hayloft. Back in the, it was between 1845. In 1855, there was a young girl 
and we're not sure if she lived here or if her married boyfriend, a justice of the peace, lived here. But she became pregnant, and he wanted nothing to do with her, so she hung herself here in this barn. Mm. And um, have you heard of the show Demon Files with Sean Austin? Okay, well, they were here in Maine, and they had an SLS camp that shows the spirits in stick figure form. And he was out here, and he asked her, her name is Catherine, asked her if she would show herself on which pole she hung herself. And she showed herself hanging from this post here. Wow. Yes. Have you ever seen her? Yes, my son has talked to her. She's, really? She speaks German. Her father came over here, emigrated from, from Baden, Germany. And my son speaks fluent German. He never had a lesson. And other people here have seen her. She has long blonde hair. Um, she has like a long white dress that's kind of blue at the bottom. And she kind of glides. Hmm. Yes. And we also have a man out here. Mm -hmm. We have several spirits out here, but the more predominant ones. He's in the back half of the barn. And I don't know if that was like his little man spot, mm -hmm. but if you walk back there, you can feel the heaviness. My. There are chills everywhere, like all over my back. Mm -hmm. We've had people poked out here. We've had um, boards and things actually thrown at people. Wow. Doing investigations back here. Catherine also comes into the house. Some of the spirits here stay outside. Some come and go. Okay, it's very, very overgrown. You can't really see anything but trees and cattails. But the railroad track, the old railroad track, and it is documented historically because of the Underground Railroad, they actually chased slaves across those marl beds and hung them in the trees here. So I was told, because back then, they would quite often bury their family members on their land, you know, and it might have been a forgotten person or whatever. But I've had several psychics here saying that at one time, there was a serial killer that lived here and that they would take children, because there's a lot of children's spirits here, they would take children off the orphan train oh and they would gosh. just disappear. In fact, one of the children I was trying to find, his name was Raymond Johura, and he came from India, and we thought maybe he was a, a victim of the epidemic in India and lost his parents. He was here for, for less than a year. He's visible for nine months, and after that, nothing. And I did a worldwide search. Hmm. I even contacted people in Europe with the same last name and nothing. Wow. Because a lot of times those kids from the orphan trains, they would run away and they right. would go up to Canada. Mm -hmm. Nothing. He's just mm -hmm. gone. Now we had, we did a session and it came over the spirit box that he was actually murdered by the German family that lives here. Oh, jeez. Because it was the German family that he was with. And he, they, he said, that he was surrounded in front of the barn, killed, and fed to pigs. Oh my gosh. We have no way of proving that that right. is the truth. 
you know. Mm. And we also have an area back here. I don't know how much you can see now because it's it's grown up. I have to have somebody come in and check it out that we think might be burial mounds mm. because there's a large one and a small one. But people through the years have also thrown garbage up mm -hmm. in there. Um, we hadn't been here for about eight years and a lot of people had just put their garbage here, you know, so they wouldn't have to pay to get rid of it. It's cost us a small fortune to clean it up as much as we have. But I'll walk you back there. Okay. But that's one of the mounds right there. Oh, yeah. And then on the other side of it, there's a small one that we huh. thought might be a child. Wow. Looks like an animal has made its home in there. But I want someone to come in and check it out to yeah. see if that's really... Because if it is people, I want to clean it out, you know, and give them the respect that they deserve. Absolutely. This was the living room. We're in various stages of reconstruction. Mm -hmm. This is where the man lives. I don't, I don't know his name, but he is not a shy person. For a while, he was knocking the toys. We had a chest set, set up, you know, stage and everything, toys, and he was knocking things over. And I was, kept picking it off. I said, can you please stop knocking the chest and then over? So the next time I came, that little blue doll was knocked over. Smarty pants. Yeah. Um, I've done my own little experiments here, trying to see which which era was the most active here mm -hmm. by playing different music. Ah, uh, you know, to, and using the ghost app to see where they are, ghost radar. And uh, I like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Frank Sinatra brings them up. And because uh, we don't have cable out here, we have to watch regular TV, antenna TV. Mm -hmm. And I think it's Benny. Benny Hill, Benny Goodman. Uh, Benny, Benny Hill, Hill, yeah. One of those. Or Benny Goodman would be the musician. The musician. Yeah, yeah, they play big bands. Yeah, yeah. Benny Goodman. And uh, I had gotten up early because I have terrible back problems. I don't okay. sleep full night. So I had gone out to go get on the computer and I happened to glance at the security cameras. And Wally's in here sleeping, the puppy's in here. And there's orbs everywhere in here. And it looked like they were dancing. Wow. Because they'd move faster and they'd move slower and they'd spiral with the beat of the music. Wow. Yeah. Um, Halloween time, there was a plastic skeleton hanging here. Okay. And I guess people were asking yes and no questions and it would move to yes and no ah, questions no. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So this room is a, this is a hot room? Not so much as the rest of the house. Really? The, this room is pretty good. That's why I sleep in this room. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as you can see, we are in the process of getting this floor down. Be careful. <laughs> we just reopened this door. This door has actually been shut since I was about five. Wow. Um, really? And we just reopened it. I'm going to put the front porch back on. This is the room that was my living room when I was a child growing up here, and later it was our dining room. Okay. Before my dad built the other part. This is the room that my two oldest boys slept in when they were mm -hmm. here. And you can see they put a like a little makeshift wall up. Okay. And yeah. I took it back down to open it back up because I was originally going to restore it to like the 70s and 80s when I lived here the most. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. All right, but I kept the door. Now, you'll see symbols on the door. Mm -hmm. My son actually went online to look for protection symbols. 
mm -hmm. to try to keep what was in this room out of here. Wow. Um, there's a spirit that calls himself black. It's man-shaped, but it's very thick, black, opaque. You can't see through it. Mm -hmm. And before we took the wall down, I was actually here telling the people that filmed it that these pull chain lights will come on and off by themselves. Oh. As well as that bathroom light, the switches in the hallway, mm -hmm. comes on and off. At that time, it was over like the winter and early spring, and we hadn't been here all winter because we closed the house down. And we thought maybe because of energy, mm -hmm. they needed energy to, to sustain themselves mm -hmm. so that they would possibly were turning the lights on. But I know the one upstairs would turn the light off on purpose to frighten me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay, this was originally all one large room. This would have been their living room. And that window over the old toilet there, this is not a working bathroom, there was a front door there. And there's a cement pad there where there used to be a porch. Hmm. And my dad blocked it off and made smaller rooms. We actually had sliding glass doors on that tub when I was a kid. And um, they were mirrored. And my father took him down because he said he went in there to shave one day. And he caught the reflection behind him in the mirror. And he said there was a man standing there looking at him. So my dad took it down. This was this was the room I had my crib in when the three people... It's a storage room now. <coughs> when the three people came in here and were talking about me. My crib was right here. And they were standing right here. And... Uh, the man closest to me, I remember, he had suede patches on the elbows of his jacket. Hmm. And I remember wanting to touch those suede patches so bad to feel them. But he was yelling and so angry that I was afraid of him and I didn't, I didn't touch him. Th this room also is the one that Destination America did their show on. We also had bunk beds. Did your beds. camera just turn off? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we had bunk and beds like in here. Mm -hmm. And it was a Saturday morning because my dad, this window was open, my dad had my brother out in the backyard and he was telling him where he wanted him to mow the lawn. I could hear him talking. I could hear my mom in the kitchen making breakfast and my little sister was out there watching cartoons and I was just being lazy getting out of bed that day. And the closet right behind you opened up and a young man walked out looking just as solid and as real as anybody. Wow. And my head was up here and he came up towards the head of the bed crossed his arms and put his head on the bed. He never said a word to me. He just stared at me. And I remember getting sick to my stomach and I started to throw up. And when I started to get sick, he stood up, he turned around, he walked in the closet and shut the door. And I remember thinking I wanted to run, but I was afraid the closet was going to open, he was going to grab me, because I could hear the metal hangers inside the closet clinging against each uh -uh. other. And I also had a tall dresser here. It was an antique dresser. And uh, I had a doll on it that my dad had gotten me for my birthday. And uh, it was one of those dolls. You could move the arms and you could sit it down, but it wasn't like bendable, posable. Right. It would stand up and it would walk back and forth across the dresser. And my dad went to grab it and he couldn't touch it. So he turned to talk to my mother and there was another smaller dresser here that had a storybook on it. And he picked it up and he kind of flung it, knocked the doll off the dresser, and then he could pick it up. And he took it outside and he burned it. A lot of orbs and shadows and things in here. Wow. A lot of voices. In fact, um, the German family I was talking to you about, mm -hmm. the mother-in-law, Karina, 
mm -hmm. came here after her husband passed. Mm -hmm. And I had an investigation here, and she was, she happened to be in here at the time. Hmm. And every time I approached the door, she would start to sing a lullaby. Oh. And when I left, she'd stop. And I did that like three or four times. And every time I came back, she would finish the oh. song. And they, they asked her, do you know who this is? And she goes, yes, it's the baby. Oh. They, they call me, the, they know my name is Kathy. They know I'm all grown mm -hmm. up now, but they still call me the baby. I swear I just got an orb. It was right in front of me. Mm -hmm. Can you do that again? Was that you? Where are you? Are you in front of me? <gasps> Hello, Karina. I picked her a bouquet of fresh flowers for a week for singing the song for me. I'm so sorry. That's all right. It's going to be I'll catch you before. Thank you. I'm coming up. Now you'll notice the housekeeping's a little different up here because I don't come up here by myself. <laughs> Amos, are you up here today? Can you knock on the wall for us? Amos Mann. He had a house here in 1854. So I don't know if it was a house prior to this one or if the date on the deed was wrong. Hmm. Because when they went through all the land transactions and they lost all their money and couldn't make their deadlines, they were selling the land at a reduced price to get people to emigrate here. And one of the conditions was they had to put a livable dwelling on the land within the first year. So whether it was here or somewhere else on the property, there was another house. But he did work for the railroad, and so did his oldest son, William. And William was actually hit by a train and oh killed. Wow. But he didn't die right away. I believe he was hit in the late summer and maybe died September, October. Oh. This was my oldest sister Linda's room. And there has always, always, always been a lot of activity in this room. Um, this closet, they feel, is a, is a portal. Things come out of this closet. I was up here one time with my mother. And we used to have big Sunday meals here. And the whole family would come. And she used to do a lot of canning of vegetables and whatnot. So we came up here to get more because she used to store them in that closet. Okay. And as we opened the door, I had a tall freestanding mirror in that corner. Came across the room and hit that door frame and didn't want us to come in here. Mm. And smashed the mirror in a hundred pieces. Oh my um, gosh. I was laying up here in a bed one time with one of my boyfriends. We were watching TV. He was like, ah, oh, I don't believe a ghost. You know? And he was, I'm like, don't do that. Don't be mm -hmm. disrespectful. Yeah. Because there's a certain, I believe it's a male. It's okay. very touchy. He's just having technical difficulties. Technical. Please stand by. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back in business. Let me get out of the way. Sure. Yeah, let me get out of the way here, too. All right. Is there anyone in here? 
Is there anyone here? Do you want us to know that you're here? Are you trying to tell us something? Yeah, your storage is full, even though it's not. <laughs> it, it, and yet you'll go downstairs and it'll work. You know, this is the best part of the story right here, is the fact that you can't get your uh, equipment to work, even though it should be fine. They turn, they're, they're notorious for turning things on and off here. Will you let me finish recording? Please. You know, I go out of town and it's non-stop recording. I shoot at least a few hundred pictures and video in, in a day. Okay, I'm going to try again. I'd like to finish recording. We won't be here much longer if you want us to leave. We won't stay much longer. So you have cameras everywhere. Do you actually pick stuff up oh, yeah. on the cameras yeah. regularly? Shadows, orbs all the time. Hmm. Outside too, not just inside. We had like a basketball sized light. Wow. Bouncing mm. around in front wow. of, of one of the cameras one night, yeah. Yeah. And the, the camera that faces down the driveway, you look up, usually about 11, 11.30 at night, you'll look up, it'll look like a snowstorm. Jeez. Ah. And then you'll look at the camera next to it, right around the corner, and it'll be crystal clear. Can I, can I go? Can I record? Thank you. Thank you. Are you still here? Yeah, from up here, you can actually see the old railroad. Oh, okay. Well, the trees. You can see the pine trees in the distance. The oh, yeah, pine that's trees. what you were us about that. Yeah. Somewhere on this property, there is money buried. Really? And it would have been like Civil War, pre-Civil War time. Oh. And a lot of people wanted to look for it. And I said, no, it's been here all this time. Just leave right. it. Yeah. Well, when the spirits heard that we were having financial problems, not a lot of people coming through to help repair the house, they were trying to tell me where it was so that I could go. Did you look? No. No? It's down in that creepy basement. Oh. No. They told me exactly where it was, but I will not go down there and yeah. I will not dig it up. Yeah. Huh. Do you think that's why any of them stick around? Because that's there? The psychics that have been here said that in combination with the way the water and the rock and the, the natural energy from the swamp. That could be one reason why the people are still here. Uh -huh. But they think there might be something also more to it, like maybe ley lines. Because the spirits here are intelligent spirits. They're not residual. Right. There's a few that are, that, that are unaware of what's going on around them. But for the most part, these are all intelligent spirits that you can have a conversation with, mm -hmm. which is unusual. Yeah. Yeah. It's unusual in itself, but to have so many in right. one place. Yeah. You don't have air conditioning here, do you? No. Cold breeze? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, darn it. Oh, Sorry, Keith. let me. I mean, really. You just had a little bit more to do. Just a little more. 
That's all. Got plenty of audio. <laughs> Good. And video. Okay. I'm surprised your phone's still Asking working. His name. What's your name? What can you tell us about you? How long have you been here? Somewhere in the records, there was also a doctor that lived here. And I believe it's the doctor that's the one that's not too pleasant towards children and women. Because hmm. hmm. there's a male spirit here that definitely does not like women and children. Really? And I always felt it was the doctor because when he would hurt you, or do something, he always, it's like they knew where to get you. Mm. Like they had knowledge of the human body. Wow. Yeah. So when you had your experience downstairs as a baby, you said there were three people and two of them were not happy. And then the third one protected you? Well, he didn't really protect me, but he, he told them we'd have to wait. See, what I remember of that day, okay, it was lunchtime and it was summertime because the windows were open. I could hear the birds singing. Uh-huh. And I was in my high chair, and my mom was feeding me lunch. And I was watching shadows on the wall behind her. Mm. And it wasn't until I was grown up that I realized there shouldn't have been shadows on that wall, because there's no windows in the hallway. Mm. And after lunch, she put me in my bed, gave me a bottle, changed my diaper. And I could hear her in the kitchen doing dishes. And two men and a woman, a woman walked into my room. And the woman didn't really say too much. But the men were arguing. I remember the taller man that um, was looking, he had a, like a fedora type hat. And he was like this. Hmm. Looking out the window. And he's like, no, we're not going to do anything. We're going to wait. Ooh. And they walked out of the room. It's like they, almost like they were waiting for someone, like they were expecting someone. Because as small as I was, I remember the female saying, is she the one? So I asked the psychics about that. Mm -hmm. And apparently I've inherited some of my father's ability. <laughs> and I, I'm sensitive to them. And they realized that. So I wonder if that's why they call you the baby. Even though you have a younger sister. It could very Does she well not be. have that sensitivity? My, my sisters, both my sisters. I have an older sister and a younger one. We all have something, but okay. we're all different. Okay. And out of the three of us, I'm the strongest. Hmm. So it was explained to me, I would be like a lighter in a dark room. Okay. I can see them, I can feel them, I can interact with them, so they would come to me. Mm-hmm. And hmm. I don't know if they can tell, foretell things in the future. Right. Because they say there is no time on that side. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and knew that eventually I would be here trying to restore this house right. and, and do things and maybe afraid I'd make them leave. Right. We, huh. did, we did have some spirits released from here that wanted to go. Really? Yes, I released them. I don't think anybody should be stuck here. No. Right. And the ones that remained are the ones that wanted want to be here. Yeah, because this was their home. Yeah. The man at the top of the stairs will tell you, this is my house. Mm. My house. I don't care how many hundreds of years it's been, it's my house. I built it. Children seem to like this room a lot. Yeah. Um, one, one of the times Reverend Tim Shaw was here with some people, um, we actually had a black shadow go across this window and block out the light. It was a little darker than it is now. But the children were up here and they were like circling us. 
they were like playing ring around the rosy mm -hmm. walls because they'd like smack you on the butt or poke you or touch mm -hmm. you as they came around you. Quite possibly, Masons had meetings here. Oh, okay. Now, how, how would you, what, what leads you to that conclusion? Well, because some of the people that lived here were Masons. Oh, okay. And from what, what the different psychics have told me, they told me that, um, like the negative bad thing that is here. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, they said someone had done witchcraft on this property. And it was either interrupted or done wrong. It was stopped anyway. They didn't finish what they started. So what was started is trying to finish. It's trying to bring different people in here to finish what, the, what was started 200 years ago. And that would be the negative energy that's here. But you'll hear the other spirits when they talk to you on the EVP box, you know, the ghost box. He's coming, hide, hide, he's coming. Oh my God. They mm. tell you, they tell you he's coming, hide. Oof. So is this the room where the naughty clown was? No, that would be the blue room. There was there. Okay, yeah. In, okay. Yeah. And that's We're where not he sure where dirty. he originally came from. He was my daughter's. He was given to my daughter by the father of one of her friends. And he used to do like estate sales and flea markets and stuff. Okay. And he just thought, oh, there's Stacy again, you know, here, have a doll. <laughs> He didn't know there was anything wrong with it. My daughter actually tried to destroy him. He lost his hat, and uh, she could not destroy him. How did, like, what did she, like, she tried to destroy him how? Like, she tried to apart? rip him up. She tried to tear him apart. He wouldn't tear apart. She tried to set him on fire. He wouldn't burn. Wow. It was a mental patient that was inside that doll. I yeah, will tell you geez. that. And, um, we, it, was a, it was a male spirit, okay. and we'd ask him what his name was, and he'd say Sadie. Mm. And he, he would um, brag about doing horrible things to children. Oh, my gosh. And some of the other names that came across with him, he said, I want to go home, but I can't because Roy won't let me in. Mm. Now, I've never been to Rolling Hills, but I have heard about a spirit named Roy there. Mm. And I was wondering if that clown doll might have come from maybe a gift shop that was right. at, at Rolling Hills yeah. at one time. Wow. Yeah. Or belonged to someone that was there. Right. Right. And but I have no way to trace it or to, yeah. or to find out, you know. Yeah. I'm just The reason I asked about the age of the doll was just to, it, the fact that it wouldn't burn just could be because toys started to be made with non-flammable materials right. at some point no. in like the 60s, he was, I think. He was stuffed with cotton, yeah. made out of like a tapestry type cloth, okay. upholstery type cloth. Yeah. He huh. should have burned. He should have burned. When my daughter was hitting him with a hammer, yeah. he should have broke. Mm -hmm. He didn't break. Yeah. She got the hat off. Mm -hmm. The hat came unglued and came off. Hmm. But that was it. And he said he wants a new hat, so Tim's going to buy him a new hat, oh he said. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Yeah. I definitely get a tightness in my chest, like right in this area. Mm -hmm. As soon as we yeah. got in. As soon as we walked up here. Yeah. yeah. And it, but not when I'm over there. It's actually not too bad up here. Yeah. Right now. Normally it's much worse. Yeah. Huh. Something's here. You mm -hmm. gotta let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for this day. I've been waiting. 
Anybody inside? It turned off. Yep. <laughs> it turned off. It did it again. It's, this is just ridiculous. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. Why? Well, I saw you though. Are I they still something. at the? Are they still sitting at the table out front, or are they inside here? I feel bad. Are they just out there just because we're all in here? Now my mother and I were up here one day. They're still we, outside. We heard a man and a woman at the bottom of the stairs, like starting to come up there outside. Yeah, no, I just I alone. just so, heard something at the bottom of the stairs here. I ran down the stairs and around, and there was nobody in the house. So it wasn't even like we had intruders. Jay, it is so interacting with you. That might be Catherine because she likes the men. It almost sounded like licking the lips. Huh. Yeah. I did th think that I heard footsteps down there when we were standing up here a little bit ago. Just don't get the stairway. I mean, the stairway is the coldest part of the house. That's because the man stands right above where you are. Yeah, and I... Oh. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. You see what there's I'm somebody saying? on the stairs. There's somebody on the stairs. Thank you for not pushing me. Do you have any ghost apps on your phone? Mm -mm. No? I didn't even know such things existed. Oh, yeah. Ghost, ghost apps. Yeah, ghost radar. Yeah. It pulls up a radar screen, and it actually shows you where they are, and it'll spit out a word here and there. Yes, there's no chance of my... <laughs> In fact, I was using that ghost radar one time, and there's there's red, green, yellow, and blue, and it tells you like blue is spiritual, green is right on top of you. You know, they all have something. It it spit out the word pink, and I was sitting on the front porch, and it spit out the word pink. I'm like, pink? What's pink? And a red orb and a blue orb joined, and it made a pink orb. Mm. That's not even supposed to be allowed to happen. In that phone, and right. it did, and it's only has done it once. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was like showing off like what little trick I can do, you know? It's incredible. Okay, I'm gonna walk downstairs right, very right. carefully. Okay, I'm coming down too, and I'll turn on the light. Oh yeah, you have your light. messing with me in here. Like yeah, I keep on too. thinking I see stuff. Oops. These are the monitors here. That's the... And you saw something there. go from left to right in that when we were well, out there? there's obviously dust that's going across the view here. Right. But there was something that started in this back corner, too, that oh my God. wasn't dust. Here we are. Here we are. That better be you. So it's okay for me to record down here? That's weird. You want to record down here because you have something to show us? Or you just didn't want us to see you upstairs? Huh. Are we invading your privacy? If so, I'm Can sorry. I camera? 
Not since I've been standing mm -hmm. here. There's something going on, Tej, when you were messing with your camera up there. Mm -hmm. It looked like you were looking directly at the infrared, and I could see something in this back corner move. Really? You can see the dust that's kind of blowing by, and that's one thing, but this was very different than that. Yeah. Wow. And this, so this keeps all of the records, it keeps your feed? Yeah. We concluded our tour in the kitchen with Walter telling us some of his experiences in the house. I gotta admit, some of the things I heard from them were amazing. Almost too amazing. It wasn't until we entered certain parts of the house that we started believing something was different about that place, when the air itself started to feel different. While I won't go into my own beliefs about ghosts and the paranormal, I feel like this house in Bergen has an important story to tell. As with anything I talk about on the show, I have to do a little bit of fact-checking, and I found out some interesting stuff related to the property. There's certainly a history with the family going back multiple generations. I found some deaths in the family connected to the time that they were in this house, and I can't help but wonder if these tragic events had an effect on Kathy's ability to sense things that maybe most people can't. I learned a little bit about the orphan train that passed by, maybe a couple hundred yards away from the house, so the story about the murdered child might be true. And for everything that I learned today, I had just as many new questions that may never be answered. So what do you think about it all? Did you hear anything unusual on the recording? Do you believe Kathy and Walter, or do you just think that they're making it all up? Leave me a comment and let me know what you think. Until next time, this is J. Rowe with Rock Tales. Thanks for listening.